Hi, hello. How you doing? Hope you're doing well. I'm Kiera Kanan. Welcome to Confessions of a Canaanite, where Wednesdays are full of wisdom, and today is Wednesday, our first Wednesday. I am so excited. These episodes are going to be super, super special, but we got to start off right. We got to have a conversation. Spirituality versus religion. This is either like a super touchy topic or a topic that doesn't get touched on at all, but we don't get into it. So I have lived in Georgia for most of my life. I currently live in Georgia. When I didn't live here, I lived in Alabama for some years. I lived in South Carolina for years. I lived in Florida for like a hot little second. The thing that these states all have in common is that these are the Bible Belt states, okay? For every Waffle House, there is a church. We are home of the mega churches. Baptist, Pentecostal, Methodist, Southern Baptist. Is there a difference between Baptist and Southern Baptist? Not sure. But this is where the quote-unquote Christians reside. Like, each store that you walk into, there is probably at least, like, one hot pink shirt with, like, cursive scripture on it. It is safe to say that I have lived around religious people my whole life. And even the generations before mine, the generation that raised me, was very religious too, right? Like, TBM playing on Saturday mornings. Touched by an angel. The seventh heaven generation. (laughs) And it's funny because these people are... They want you to know that they are Christian. They wear that label proudly. Whereas you have the younger generation or just people in general who are moving away from that term. They're now calling themselves Jesus believers or Christ followers or just something to deviate away from the term Christian. And even their beliefs are different. Like you have one side that is very proud to be a part of or proud to be allies to the LGBTQ plus community very much pro-choice, tatted to the nines, tattoos everywhere, and then you have the other side that just rebuked me for even saying that sentence, right? So let's like kind of talk about the differences that are going on here. So I always invite you to do your own research. Do your own research, Google your own definitions. Um, The definitions for, the first definitions for spirituality and religion are not the ones I'm going to give you. I feel like they were very Murky, wordy, didn't get the job done. So, the definition for religion that I am going to give you is religion is practices and morals based on who or what you believe in. I feel like that's a fair, pretty fair definition. My voice is like going in and out. Forgive me, I am a little under the weather, a little sore throat. It's okay, we good. Religion is practices or morals based on who or what you believe in and spirituality is your relationship with who or what you believe in. I'm going to say a sentence that is going to rub people in all the wrong ways. Christianity has become a checklist of religious practices. 2020 taught me that. It has become this, like, checklist of, I went to church, I'm Christian, I celebrated Christmas, I'm Christian, I celebrated Easter, I baptized my one-year-old, we Christian, um, and when churches shut down in 2020 because there was a, there is a global pandemic that has killed over a million people and is affecting millions of people. The backlash that pastors received and the just negativity, I was very much disappointed. And I didn't understand it. Because 
for one, we live in like the age of accessibility, right? Like you can, most churches are broadcasting and maybe your church specifically, you know, wasn't able to or wasn't broadcasting, but you can still attend church. Like you can even like comment and fellowship with others, right? You can still worship in your living room, in your house. It doesn't matter. And still people were like legit going ham on pastors and like their comments and whatnot like you need to open up the church you need to believe in god and not science and i'm like god is like the ultimate scientist like what i was also confused because it doesn't matter if i'm stuck in my house strapped to a hospital bed stuck in a jail cell held ransom in a trunk there is nothing that gets to cut off my access to jesus right like nothing's gonna cut off that pipeline to me so I was very, very confused, but then I realized I was like, oh, this open the church energy is so you can check off that box, right? Check off that box on that like Christian checklist. And I felt like a lot of Christians almost felt like if nobody sees me going to church, it doesn't count, which doesn't make sense to me personally. I hope it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. The cutest analogy that I can give you is So my body type is very much, I can eat what I want to eat. Like I can eat Steak and Shake Monday, Zaxby's Tuesday, Moe's Wednesday, whatever, whatever. And as long as I'm like somewhat active, I can still fit into my jeans the same way. I can still maintain a certain image. But at the ripe age of 28, I am learning that what I eat does affect me, okay? Like if I eat something that's full of grease, I, it may take me forever to wake up. I might be super sluggish. Whereas if I eat something that nourishes my body, I may be full of energy. I may just feel better. I may just feel lighter. My skin might be brighter, you know? And I can continue to go to the gym and maintain a certain image without doing anything to nourish my body. And I feel like there's a lot of people that are going to church to maintain an image instead of actually nourishing their spirit with a relationship with Jesus. There are a lot of churches that are filled with people that have no relationship to Jesus whatsoever. That is the sad, sad truth. That is the sad truth. I'm going to give you another connotation for religion. I feel like religion is becoming what people are doing to prove to other people that they believe in God or to prove to other people that they're Christian, right? Like I just said, church almost doesn't count if nobody knows that I went, if Sister Sally doesn't see that I've been here consecutively every day, right? And spirituality is what you do to prove to your God that you believe in him, right? So like to believe in Jesus's compassion, to believe in his kindness, to believe in his forgiveness, What are you doing to prove that you believe in all of those things and all that Jesus is? Because there is nothing compassionate, there is nothing Christ-like about using your God-given free time to harass women that are walking in and out of abortion clinics. There is nothing Christ-like about that. And I know there's not because Luke 747 tells me there's not, right? To deny someone a procedure or to deny, to deny someone healing because it goes against your religious beliefs is not Christ-like because the God I serve will always leave the 99 for the one. Everything that I ever talk about on Wednesday will be backed up by Bible, okay? So let's go to Luke chapter 6. We're going to talk about Jesus and the Sabbath day. 
let's travel back to AD, BC, I don't know, a lot of yesterdays, as my niece would say. It is the Sabbath day, and the Sabbath day is a religious practice. It is a, oh, y'all, they honking over there, I don't know what's going on. So the Sabbath day is a religious practice. It is um, a day saved for restoration. You are instructed not to work, not to leave your house and, like, go shop or whatever. Your children aren't supposed to do their chores this day. If you have employees, they're not supposed to work this day. You're not even supposed to cook. Like, you should have had some prepared ahead of time. And so it is a Sabbath day. And Jesus is teaching, which is already a no-no because he's doing something on the Sabbath day. And the Pharisees and teachers of law, so, like, holy people, right, are waiting for him to do something so that they can shame him for dishonoring the Sabbath, right? They're waiting to shame Jesus Christ himself. Y'all, what? Make it make sense. So there is somebody who is in need of healing. And he straight up goes to Jesus and asks for healing. And the Pharisees and the teachers of law are watching. And Jesus, you can't play Jesus. So Jesus literally goes, hey, stand up. Stand up. And he asks everyone, is it better to do good or to do evil on the Sabbath? Is it better to save a life or to destroy a life? And he proceeds to heal this man's hand on the Sabbath day. And guys, the Pharisees and teachers of law were mad. They were big mad. Like they were really upset. And the next verse says that they sat around and thought about what they could do to Jesus. They wanted to punish Jesus for dishonoring the Sabbath day. What? Are you so religious that you would shame Jesus Christ himself? Right? Are you faithful to a religion that claims Jesus? Are you faithful to your relationship with Jesus? You answer that question and you adjust your life accordingly. But spirituality versus religion. I hope I did a good job. I hope you understood what I'm trying to say. If not, go read the book of Luke, y'all. No, seriously, I'm going to give you guys recommendation every single Wednesday because I do believe in you, like, furthering your own knowledge and doing your own research. And the book of Luke is my favorite book of the Bible. It wonderfully captures, like, Jesus' life from, like, birth to resurrection. And it captures a lot of the characteristics of Jesus. It is just a wonderful book. It is only... I think it's only 24 chapters and these aren't like novel chapters that are like 20 pages so like read a chapter a day don't worry about starting from genesis don't worry it's okay go ahead just open up and read the loop um i'm also gonna invite you to church because i don't want anybody to think that i was shaming church or like saying that church is a bad thing church is not a terrible thing i'm just saying it doesn't replace your actual relationship with jesus so some of my favorite churches transformation church pastor michael todd um the Father's House, Orange County, Pastors Matt and Bianca Oldtoff, and Hope City with Pastor Jeremy Foster. Y'all, they have like, they each have YouTube channels. They each are on um, anywhere you listen to podcasts. Go, if you do go, tell them I sent you. I'm kidding. I don't really care. But I, I want to know if you went and I want to know what you thought of it. That'd be pretty cool. Um, I'm also going to invite you to watch. I'm going to leave a link for this. It is a Key and Peele skit y'all loosen up it's okay it is a very vulgar there's some cussing whatever but it is called mary madeline's pimp and it is it's just a really good representation of that time period 
I genuinely invite you to watch it. Pay attention to all three characters. Pay attention to Jesus, pay attention to Mary Magdalene, and pay attention to the pimp, y'all. It's it's a good little watch. It's only like a minute long. I'm gonna put the link in the description. I'm sorry, my voice is like going in and out and I'm like kind of getting a little tired. So my energy is running low, but that's okay. Lastly, I invite you to read Upset the World by Pastor Tim Ross. It is a book that talks about um, relationship with Jesus, um, which is what I believe that spirituality is. So I have a outro, y'all. I thought of one. Okay, are you ready? Life is a conscious decision. Go be a good person because you can. Mic drop. Mic drop. Guys, I will see you Friday. Friday's gonna be fun, right? I'm not gonna motivate you. Maybe I will, who knows? But I'm not gonna make you get in your feelings or make you question life and spirituality and whatnot. We're just gonna have a good time. So if you like this, if you enjoyed this, comment, like, subscribe, review, send me some love, send me a hug emoji, send me some cough drops, pray for me. Y'all, I will see you guys Friday. Have a great one. Bye.